had before. And it is, it is unbelievable what they're having to experience in Australia. And so let's just, uh, could I just get you to just believe and agree with me and you in our audience? Let's pray over the country that God somehow will send some rains or somehow they'll get these fires stopped because it's just taking all kinds of good land and houses and homes and people are losing things. And so uh, God is big enough to, to do all kinds of things. And so that's one of them. So Father, we just pray for the people in Australia this very moment. And we just ask that your protection would be upon them, those are, that are in the areas where the fires are, are, are taking place at this very moment. But most, most of all, Lord, we ask you that if you will send something, rain or a way, to cause those fires to cease. Lord, this is beautiful land, beautiful country, and beautiful people, and lovely homes. And, and Lord, you didn't bring disaster. You don't bring pain. You don't bring hurt. This is not a judgment. This is just something that Satan is trying to do to kill, to steal, and destroy. So we just ask, Holy Spirit, that you will minister right there in Australia. Touch the people, touch the churches, the pastors, the people that are praying there for the stop, the, the fires to stop. And we believe you, Holy Spirit, that you're going to do supernatural things for them. And we're going to hear a good report before the day's out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, are you blessed today? Yes. Well, I'm blessed, and, and as I said, I'm glad to be in the house of God. I'm glad to see you that are here. It's always a blessing and um, to be in the first service and all services we can be in. But I am, I am believing the Lord that this year is going to be a supernatural year. I'm, I'm believing that... Uh, there's going to be a passionate. God has given me a passion in the last few days. And, you know, we, we could have, you know, I'm, I'm going to be another <clears throat> uh, number on my, my years in life in just a few days, about 20 days from now. And uh, I could have just said, well, I'm just going to not do this anymore. I'm just going to preach here and there. But you know what? God didn't call me to retire. That's, that's right, you know, and I could be doing something different. You could be somewhere else, but we're right here where God put us. And I'm really content right here, and I want you to know that. But I'm believing God this year that we're not just going to come and sing, but, you know, God has given me a vision of reaching people of a certain age and singing the kind of songs that got that. I believe some of the old songs that we used to have. I just believe we're going to press forward with that vision this year, and we're going to see people's lives uh, encounter God in a way they've never encountered him before. We're not going to go back to the old. I don't want to go back to the old. I want to stay in the freshness of God's spirit and the freshness of God's power. And I'm passionate, and I want you, and I pray. And that's what God gave me. You know, Pastor Sharon, uh, she said, uh, she said, she didn't have a phrase. Well, I've talked to a number of pastors throughout uh, the last few days all over, and many of them are telling me things, you know, what, what God's put in their heart. I, and one called me, and he said, what is, what, is, what, is the, what is it that God's telling you? I said, he's telling me, just be passionate. Yeah. 
Just be passionate for him. And I believe if we're passionate for him, I believe he'll show us every step we need to take, every move we need to make, and he will make a way where there is no way. Do you believe that? Well, I want to pray one more time. I know we uh, prayed for the people in Australia, but I want to pray for you. I want to pray for the people that's watching and uh, the people that will watch. And I want us to believe God for the anointing upon me that God will let me say the things to you today that he once said and that we will close the service the way God wants it closed, not the way that maybe I'd planned to. So, Father, as we come to you today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm so grateful and thankful for another day and for another year. And I believe God will live out this year as as a passionate towards you, your love, and be overcome by your goodness. And the people that are in this room and those that are watching with us in the in places in the world that I cannot be at the moment except through the internet. And Lord, I, I pray those that will watch later, there will be such a supernatural encounter, such a supernatural anointing, and they will catch this vision of becoming passionate for you this year that nothing will mean more to them than your presence, your power, your goodness, and your glory. And I thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. Well, this morning, uh, I have chosen a, a, a subject that I don't know that I've ever used this subject in my ministry. I probably have, but I don't know that I have. But uh, I want to ask you a question. Is there anything too hard for God? Well, is there anything too hard for God for you in 2020? I don't believe there's anything too hard for God. I believe that when we put our faith and our confidence in Him, you know, I, I, I just, the Spirit of the Lord just moved on me right now, and, and uh, I, I can quote this, this scripture here, but, um, you know, the Bible, the Bible tells us in um, 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15 he said this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will that if we ask anything according to his will now this is not my sermon I just just all at once this just hit me if we ask anything according to his will he hears us so in other words when we're praying prayers that is not his will God doesn't even hear those prayers so we Pray the prayers that says will. And then he says, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So the thing of it is, is, is getting ourselves in the will of God. And when we get in the will of God, and then we start praying prayers according to the will of God, then we know that we will receive the answers. Anyway, as I, as I start this morning, uh, I, I want to just say to you that I know many, many people, and I've talked about this many times, this time of the year people make resolutions. Well, I've never done that. I've never made resolutions and some people well they I'm, I'm going to pray I'm going to read through the Bible and you know as I've said so many times you know many people mean well and they have good intentions but good intentions and meaning well doesn't get it done 
follow through is what gets it done. And you've heard me say, just like the gyms right now, they're they're full. I mean, you can't get in the you can't get in the exercise places today. They're full because everybody's wanting to get rid of the the the, the all the food they ate through uh, putting it on their body, and they're wanting to exercise. But it's going to take work. You know, when you get on those machines, the machines don't work for you. You have to work the machines. And, and it takes breath, it takes energy, it ta- and it burns calories. And, but you know, some people, little by little, March and April, and they tell me, I've talked to a lot of the managers in the health clubs, and they say, along March, so I said, some of it starts in February, but really in March and April, we see people start dropping off. Well, people's the same in their faith with God. They just, they start out really strong and really good, believing that it's going to be good, but all at once the try starts the work starts and when the work starts of rebuking the devil resisting the devil standing up and doing the right things and then when something comes at you instead of giving in to it and letting it be greater than the power of God then people say well it's just not working I'm just going to go back well I'll tell you it's it's going to work for some people and I believe it with all of my heart now there's some things that I want to accomplish during this year and and I'm I'm really believing, even though I'm turning another calendar year, I believe when I, I even before I get there, that I'm I'm still stepping into something greater. You know, uh, we didn't quit believing when we got into December, you know, uh, and then when I was on the 31st, we were still believing for a miracle. Well, you know, God gave us a miracle around 830, um, 830 uh, Tuesday night. It was a supernatural miracle God gave us around 8.30 in the evening. So I want to tell you, don't ever quit. Don't ever quit. I just believe God, and I'm believing Him for health and healing for you this year. Uh, I'm believing Him. What are you believing for in 2020? Let me ask you that question. what are you believing for in 2020? You know, you don't have to speak it out, but do you have something that you're going to believe God, that you're going to step up, that you're going to step in? And as she was singing this song a while ago, we're going to break through and then we're going to break out into the complete uh, things that God has for us. And see, one of the things I'm really praying that you live without fear, without frustration, Somebody said, no, come on now, you, 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 can't, you, you can't do it. Yes, yes, we can. You can live without fear. You can live without frustration. You can live, I believe, some of us that's fighting some battles, we, well, I believe this is the time that these sicknesses are not going to be over and greater in us than the power of God that we overcome. God's going to heal people. And this is the year of passion for the presence of the Lord. I want to be in his presence. And we're standing singing that song just a few minutes ago. We're standing on holy ground. Man, I'm telling you, I just, I just wanted to just, just keep going. I, I just wanted to just keep going and, and for the presence of God to come over us and, and, and not be hindered because I love the presence of God. Now, as you know, I can preach and I teach and I do that. And I preach the word, and I encourage you every week that I'm preaching and ministering, and I'm encouraging you to live better and do better. However, that's my responsibility to live it, to preach it, but your responsibility is to do it. The Bible says, uh, don't be hearers of the word, but be 
doers of the word. And too many times you hear it and you say, well, I know it, but it comes back down to doing it, not just once, not just twice, not just a week, but doing it every day of our life. And if you, it's up to you to make the right decision to keep hoping when the hope is not present you know when there's nothing present just keep hoping keep believing keep living by faith every day and continue to grow in the Lord now you know we read about things in the Bible that God's done for his people and I want you to know the things that we read about are not just stories in the Bible they are there for us to look at and to see how God supernaturally moved for people in need. Well, God is saying to us through these things that we read in the Bible, these actual happenings that took place in the Bible, God is saying to us, I did it for them and this is how it happened. Now I'll do for you what you need done for you even though we're in a different time span. Just because we're in a different time span doesn't mean God's changed. God is the same. And, and as God moved for them, he'll move for us. If we will believe it. Everybody say, I believe. I believe. Now, as I minister today, I, I'm, I'm really, it's my desire for you to receive the revelation of Christ in the sense of who you are with his power inside you, with his anointing upon you. And when you begin to see that you're more than a human, we are human beings, but once we're born again, the power and the life of God is on the inside of us. And so I want you to believe God with me that your faith, that your faith is going to get stronger in 2020 than any time in your whole life. Amen. See, we're not to get weaker in faith as we mature in age and as we mature as a Christian, but we're to get stronger in faith. Don't, don't back off. Don't give up because uh, everything didn't work or you didn't see what you wanted to see. Just keep pressing on. Just keep pressing in. See, these, these, as I said, are not just stories in the Bible, but God will do it for us. And I've said it many times, I want you, you that are watching, I've always wanted people to, to constantly move forward and be successful. But I've always said, it's something I've said many, many years, that you, you can't go beyond your present environment without revelation. You've got to have your revelation of who you are and what God's doing on the inside of you must be greater than your present situation. If you don't, you'll stay right there where you are and you won't change, you won't grow, things won't get any better because you're letting your environment control you rather than the revelation of Jesus Christ. So I pray again today that your revelation will become greater to you than your present environment where whatever is going on around you. And there may be some mountains and some walls and some things that you're dealing with right now. But I'm telling you, you one thing we have the word of God and I just read to you from God's word first John chapter 5 verses 14 and 15 uh, uh, if we pray according to the will of God he hears us and if we know that he hears us we have the things that we desired of him so I'm telling you get in the will of God let's get ready let's buckle up something good is about to happen Amen.
I said something good is about to happen. I've already had it happen December the 31st and I know she went into she went into 2020 my goodness uh, uh, she, she could you know her nose was running she was just coughing she was awake and all of this kind of stuff but you know she moved through it she's moving through it and I just said in Jesus name I'm not getting what you got I'm staying I'm staying out of that you know well I felt it trying to come on me and but I, you know what I just said it ain't gonna happen to me in Jesus name it kind of got her off guard you know but it was when it started happening to me one morning I just I mean it took me about three days but I said no I will not give in to you flu I will not give in to you head colds I will not give in I'm free today I didn't get it I dodged it can you say amen, amen. so there's some things that Satan wants to do to us but we can dodge it or we can put on the breastplate of righteousness or we can put on the shield of faith and so when the fiery darts begin to come against us they hit the shield of faith instead of hitting us now see we read in Genesis where the Lord told Abraham and Sarah even um, uh, even in their advanced age in the years past of childbearing God told them they were going to have a child now we know this story we read it over and over again but again see impossible situations here here it was impossible for Sarah uh, and, and Abraham and she heard the angel talking about it and she actually laughed and she said at my age you think I can have a kid at my age well I'm telling you God can do anything is there anything too hard for God see she laughed because she thought it was impossible and in their physical bodies by the way they were at the moment without the anointing of God without the power of God it was impossible but once the Holy Ghost touched her once the Holy Ghost touched him it was no longer impossible it was possible so whatever your situation is you may be looking at it right now just like Sarah looked at her body and she said it's just not going to happen it just can't take place I'm telling you one thing we've got the word of God and it's time that we put our life and our feet on the word of God we need to have the foundation of God's word right under our feet so when we get up every day the word of God is in our heart and it is in our mouth and we speak the word of God and let no weapon that is formed against us we will not let it prosper because God lives on the inside of us is anybody here today See, I know there's people right now that's watching me and probably some of you in here that you're already of age and you feel like, well, my race has been run. I'm just going to exist. I'm just going to live till I die. I'm just going to live till Jesus comes. Don't you dare have that attitude. Don't you dare think that in my presence because God didn't give you this age for you to just sit around and watch TV and, and drink coffee and tea and, uh, and just eat and sleep and get up and now God has kept you here God has kept you here to be his servant to be active for him in this last day and I'm telling you I am ready for 2020 I am ready for the breakout that God has promised us and something miraculous to take place even right here at Experience Life Church not just internationally and nationally but I'm believing right here in this room in this chapel 
that God is going to touch some people's hearts. He's going to bring some people in that need a touch from God. So you and I, let's put our faith in agreement. People that's watching us right now, I'm believing that they've been praying, they've been believing God, and something is about to happen. You know, somebody called me and they'd been praying and they'd been praying about something. I was a minister. And, and they said, well, it got right down to the last and it looked like it wasn't going to happen. But I got the phone call yesterday. I got the phone call yesterday. I believe it was yesterday or the day before. I don't remember that I got the phone call, what I've been praying for and what I've been believing for. I got the phone call and it happened in 2020 just as I've been praying and I've been believing. I've been standing for six months, but it happened. Well, sometimes you Stand longer than six months. But all you do is keep standing and keep praising. Keep loving. Oh. See, Abraham and Sarah questioned God. How could this be? Because they knew they were past the age of bearing children. But God answered them. And here's what he said. And as God said it to Abraham... And Sarah, now I believe he's saying the same thing to you, not necessarily you're going to have a baby. Now, we're not asking for that. Now, we're not asking for anybody to have babies except those that wants, wants to have them and can't have them. Now, that's the only thing. But, but I, I believe this. Genesis 18 and verse 14. Genesis 18 and 14, here's, here's how God answered them. Is there anything too hard or too wonderful for the Lord to do? Is there anything too hard or too wonderful for the Lord to do? You know, we may have people walk out of our life. We may have change. Things may take place that we wish they didn't take place. But that doesn't mean that changes what God's plan is for you. It doesn't mean God can't still come through for you just because someone else made some decisions. It may more be more difficult, but if your faith in God and it's not in who was here or who was not here, who was there or who was not there, who was with you or who's not with you, your faith is in God being with you. Amen? Amen? Now, at the appointed time, God gave them a son and it was not possible, but he made it possible. And so there may be some things in your life that seems impossible, but I believe just as much as God moved for Abraham and Sarah, I believe this is your appointed time for God to do something for, for you. Everybody say, this is my appointed time. You at home or wherever you are, just speak out. Let's say it one more time. This is my appointed time. Say it real loud. This is my appointed time. And see, I'm not just saying that for me. I'm saying it for you. And you know, my wife and I, you know, we watch little things on TV sometimes and we just see how crazy our world is. <clears throat> Gosh, I mean, some people, the way they live their life, uh, I'm telling you, it, they, they are so dysfunctional in all of this. And, and you wonder sometimes, you know, how our world survives with, with the dysfunction that we have. But, you know, there's a lot of godly people that are praying like never before that something will change 
what is. And I believe that our light is going to shine brighter in 2020 through the church and through the Christians. It's not going to be just services, but I believe the power of God is going to shine brighter and brighter and you're going to stand up and your light is going to be noticed. See, Jeremiah 32, 17. Jeremiah 32 and 17. And it says, Alas, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. There is nothing, here it is, there is nothing too hard or too wonderful for you. There is nothing too hard or too wonderful. You know, uh, uh, the Lord said to the Lord said to Sarah and to Abraham, he said, is there anything too hard or too wonderful for the Lord? And then Jeremiah, the Lord answered as the Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm, but there's nothing too hard or wonderful for you. So God is saying to every one of you, there's much more in life than you have at the present moment. Thank you for those two amens. There's more in this present life. I want to say it again. There's more in this present life for you than where you are. You know, I look back at our life and we reminisce sometimes some of the people that God has put us in touch with and the places we've been and the opportunities we've had to be so to minister to so many people. And, and, and sometimes we say, how can it get any better? How can it be any greater? Well, you know what? God just doesn't stop. God just, God's a big God. Everybody say God's a big God. <clears throat> so, it doesn't matter how much success or failure you've had. Let's not compare what God's going to do in the past either way to, to what he's going to do now. See, sometimes we say, well, it's been so big. I don't know how it can be any bigger. And see, I could get that mentality, but my mentality is I'm expecting this year, 2020, the 2020, I'm expecting the hand of God to come upon people like I've never seen before. I'm expecting things to take place in your jobs, your businesses, your families. Yes, somebody said, well, you say stuff like that every year. Well, every year I'm alive, I'm going to say stuff like that because that's what I believe. I believe. I don't believe in quitting. I don't believe in getting up. Amen. 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 God is saying there's much more that I have for you in life. He doesn't want you to stop where you are because he has something better. And even if you're in a good place, even if you're in a good place, God said, I want to give you more. Amen. Oh, come on. Amen. Even if you're in a good place, God wants to give you more. Amen. Now listen to this. Listen to this. You have experienced your best days yet. You know, I hear people that are older and sometimes they say, well, you know, when I was younger, you know what, this and this, and I don't know how I could get any better. But you know what? I, I, it got better for Abraham and Sarah. It got better for Abraham and Sarah. When John uh, went down, you know, John the Revelator, or the, he was up on, in, in Ephesus, living in Ephesus, and he kind of stayed allowed out of the fray of the persecution. But one day Domitian heard about him and brought him to Rome. And, and he told him, he said, you've got to serve me. You've got to bow down to me. Well, John wouldn't bow down to Domitian. He wouldn't bow down to him. So he put him in a barrel of hot oil and tried to French fry him. 
But you know what? John just wouldn't die. John just wouldn't burn up. They got him out of the oil and, and Domitian was so so angry and so mad because he couldn't kill him by putting him in a hot barrel of oil he put him on a boat and sent him to Patmos and when he got to the Isle of Patmos where they put all the murderers and all the mean people John just stayed in the spirit on the Lord's day and God gave him revelation at 92 so I'm telling you today this is the day for you and me to get our hopes up to get our faith up there is not anything too hard for God Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 8. But because the Lord loves you, but because the Lord loves you, everybody say, the Lord loves me. And because he would keep the oath which he had sworn to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh, king, uh, the king of Egypt. Now, I want to say this. God didn't bring the children of Israel out of bondage for nothing. You know, they, they went through a lot of stuff because they quit believing. They went through a lot of stuff because they started complaining. They went through a lot of stuff they didn't have to go. They didn't have to stay in the wilderness 40 years. You don't have to stay in your problems over and over and over again. God can take you through. God can take you through. God's saying to you, be passionate towards me this year. Be so passionate. passionate. And as you are, I got a special place for you. And I'm going to open doors. I'm going to give you favor that you've never had. He's saying, I, I don't want you to just barely get by in 2020. I don't want you to barely just have enough. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about faith to get up. Faith to get up. Relationships to work that's not been working. And for you to have a confidence that you're the righteousness of God for you to get up and say this is the day the Lord has made and nothing that comes against me not cocky but with faith with confidence nothing that the Satan can throw at me is going to stick nothing is going to stick on me because I am full of the Holy Ghost I'm full of the power of God I'm like a bird I'm like a duck I'm like a geese when you put water on it it can't stick on you it won't stay there that's what we are. We're the heirs of... Come on. Somebody help me out this morning. I'm on fire. I've been burning all week long. I've been burning. This thing's been burning inside of me. There is nothing too hard for God. No matter what you've lost. No matter what's gone. No matter what somebody took. No matter what somebody did. There is nothing too hard for God. See, if you believe God has more for you, if you believe God has more for you, get ready. <clears throat> you that are married, you that are married, I want to tell you, uh, and you that want to get married, uh, but you that are married, believe God that the marriage gets better. Amen. Somebody said, I got a good marriage. No, so I'm saying, to the, well, it can get better. Yeah. You know, I got a good one. We've been married 56 years. 57 years. <laughs> she reminded me, 57. You mean, you mean in March? We're going to be married 58 years? Well, you ain't that old. How can we be married? How could we be married 58 years? Now, she's that old, but... Uh, 
she carries it a little better than I do, or quite a bit better than I do. People's always looking when we go places, who's that young woman he's with? Is that his daughter? No, that's not my daughter, that's my wife. Anyway, uh, God can make your marriage better. He can touch your children. Not just can, this is a year for God to touch your children. Your grandchildren. Your, your ministry, you that are called in ministry, this is the year for your ministry to take a step higher. Amen? Your career, your business. You know, Satan may have been shooting at your business. He may have been trying to destroy your business. But this is the year of expansion. This is the year of expansion that God's going to give you favor. We serve a God that takes us from glory to glory and from faith to faith. I said from glory to glory and from faith to faith. We don't stay. We don't stop where we're started and we don't stay where we are. We keep our faith in God. And faith is always moving forward. Faith is not standing still. Faith is moving forward. You know, uh, David, uh, David sent me a song uh, uh, to, to listen to. I, he's been listening to it. I, he said for about a month, I don't hear it. You know, a lot of times I don't listen to the radio much, and so I don't know when new songs come out and, and stuff like that. But, 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 but the song is Holy Water. And, and I, I, I just typed that out, and it says, God, I'm on my knees again. That's how the song starts out. God, I'm on my knees again. I'm begging please again. I need you. Oh, I need you. Walking down these desert roads. Water for my thirsty soul. I need you. Oh, I need you. Do you need him today? Oh, I need him. I need him. I need him. Not because I've I've lived these years and God has given me wisdom, but I need him more now than ever before. Oh, I like this verse. He said, your forgiveness is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. Your forgiveness is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. Like the sound of a symphony to my ears. Like holy water on my skin. Glory to God. Dead man walking, slave to sin. I want to know about being born again. I need you. Oh God, I need you. So take me to the riverside. Take me under, baptize. I need you, oh God, I need you. And now this verse here, look, he says, I don't want to abuse your grace. I need it every day. It's the only thing that can really make me want to change. His grace is the only thing that can make me want to change. And then the last part, oh, it's like holy water on my skin. Yay, it's like holy water on my skin. Folks, that's what I've been feeling all week long. God's forgiveness is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. Glory to God, sweet, sweet honey. You know, uh, back in the summer, we went to, uh, you know, around Dallas, they got these places, and I'm sure all of you have been to them. They put these little tents up, and people 
sell their stuff. And so there's a couple of places we go to. And one, they got local honey and it's organic and all of this, you know. And I'll always buy some of that honey. I, I don't want that you processed honey. I don't want none of that. I, I want the raw stuff. I want the real stuff. And I'll bring that honey home. And sometimes in the morning, I'll, we got a special bread we use. It's just, it's, 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 it's good bread. It's, 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 it's not flour bread. It's good bread. And I'll put that in the toaster. And then I'll spread some of that honey on there. And then sometimes get me some peanut butter and put that on there. And boy, I'm touching that sweet, sweet honey. Well, that's what the power of God is like. Ooh, that's what for... Ooh, ooh, ooh. y'all just have to help me out this morning. I know I'm I know I'm my age, but I feel like I'm a teenager this morning. I feel like I'm a kid this morning in the presence of God because I've been forgiven and it's like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. And it sounds like a sympathy, symphony where the orchestra is playing and I'm listening to the orchestra and every instrument is playing, every instrument is on tune. Folks, we're in the presence of God. We're in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We're in the hour that God's saying, rise up and don't let the devil defeat you and take your mind places that doesn't need to go. Wow. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Mm. Gotta get my breath. I'm not a teenager, but I feel like one this morning. Mm. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go on because I got so much this morning. Joshua chapter five. 13 and 14. Joshua chapter 5, 13 and 14. Well, I've got to get to Joshua. And judges won't work. Oh, somebody say thank you, Jesus. Take me a little while, I'll get there. That's why I write them down. And it came to pass when Joshua was beside Jericho. You know, he had been leading the children of Israel. Moses had died and now Joshua had been the one to take over and lead the children of Israel. And he said, uh, a man stood opposite of him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said, are you, on, are, are you for us or our adversaries? He said, no, but a commander of the army of the Lord, and I, and, and I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face. Whew. Joshua, when, when he heard the voice of God, he fell on his face. See, too many times we become immune to preaching. We've become immune to the word of God because we say we've heard it. I've heard that before. I've heard that before. But he said, I have come now. And Joshua fell on, the face, on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, What does my Lord have to say to his servant? 
What does my Lord have to say to his servant? That's what I'm saying this morning. Lord, what do you have to say to me? That's what you should be saying. Lord, what do you have to say to me? What do you want me to do? What is my next steps? Don't let me get into myself. And don't let me get into negative thinking and get into defeat and, and think about all a bunch of stuff that I can't do nothing about. But let me just stay in your presence. Let me just stay in your presence. I want to be so passionate that your presence overwhelms me. See, it's time for us to fall on our face and worship God somebody say thank you Jesus the Lord told him said take off your shoes for where you're standing is holy ground and he worshiped the king of kings the Lord of lords the great I am the lily of the valley the bright and the morning star the alpha the omega he said pull off your shoes Woo, glory to God I think I'm just going to pull my boots off somebody say thank you Jesus Woo! Glory to God. Somebody, now, now I'm about an inch or two less. But I'm telling you one thing. I've, I've, I've moved my boots off. I've taken my boots off. Like God told Joshua, take off your shoes for you're standing on holy ground. I'm telling you folks, I sense the anointing of the Holy Ghost all over me and it's time for you to get the Holy Ghost on, on you. You know, so whatever is holding you back, whatever you need to get rid of for 2020, get rid of it and let's go on in. I got my boots off. I'm in my bare feet with my socks on this morning and I don't know I might put them back on in a minute and I don't know but it feels so good just having my foot, my boots off from their comfortable comfortable boots but I'm telling you one thing when you just see what God told Joshua take your boots off take your shoes off you're standing on holy ground folks let's come into the house of God I know it's just an office building and I know it's just a complex that we have here and we this, this chapel here but when we come in here let's just quit coming in sleepy and slumbering and hoping that that pastor doesn't preach long and hope the praise and worship doesn't go too long and, and this hoping that we don't have extras but come in and say this is holy ground holy ground I'm going to worship I'm going to praise I'm going to glorify God I'm going to believe God that I break out stronger and greater than ever before Ooh. see God was just about to give the children of Israel Jericho and you know, there's a lot we can say about Jericho, but I don't have time. I'd like to give you a lot of history about Jericho, uh, but I don't have the time to take away from the rest of my, my message. But Jeremiah, this wasn't not just another city. This was a city that had walls beyond compare. I mean, these were walls that were so thick, so thick that you... Uh, they say they could even run chariot races on top of them. They were so thick. And they were so high. These walls were so high that, that the enemy couldn't get over them or they couldn't get under them. And I'm telling you one thing. God was telling the, the children of Israel, I'm just about to give you Jericho. It was impossible to get into Jericho. And I'm telling you, some things may be impossible, but God's got something that's happening. God's got something that's 
taking place right now while I'm talking to you. You're not just sitting there. You're not just at home and saying, well, it's not going to happen. No, God is about to take you to Jericho and beyond. God is taking you into a place you've never been. Ooh. See, Jericho was one of the places they had to pass through. They had to pass through there, but God was just about to give it to them. And see, I, 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 you, you say, well, Pastor, this is just a new year and you're excited. Well, I'm always excited. Whether it's a new year or the end of the year. I, did, did you not realize last Sunday I preached just as, maybe not quite as fiery as I am today, not quite as spunky, but I'll tell you one thing, the spunk was in there. Not because we was leaving a year. It was because I was believing God that some things that I'd been praying for hadn't come to pass yet. But at about 7.30 or 8.30 on Tuesday night, it came to pass. Whoa! Somebody shout with me this morning. Come on, let's act like... Come on, shout with me this morning. Come on and shout with me this morning. Stand up on your feet and give Jesus a praise right now. Come on, stand and make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Come on. Come on, make a joyful noise. Yell, scream, clap your hands, do something. Let's honor the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, come on church, don't sit down on me yet. I, I took my boots off. I'm still standing in my bare feet. I know something's happening for somebody right now. I know the anointing it is destroying some yokes. The anointing is destroying some yokes right now. I know at the new year there's a lot of excitement and anticipation, but this is more than an excitement. This is the anointing of the Holy Ghost saying, I'm taking you. I'm taking you where you've never been. I'm tearing the walls down. The walls down that has hindered you. The walls that look impossible. The walls that you can't get through. I'm going to help you to get those walls broken down. Ooh. Well, you can sit down. Whoa. I feel like I'm in one of those overseas meetings where we have thousands of people. I feel like, I feel like I'm under a giant tent right now. Somebody say, praise the Lord. See, do you know why Satan is trying to, uh, uh, so, so hard to get you down? With, with symptoms and circumstances because when you have a revelation of who you are in Christ and you're truly living by faith you're like the children of Israel you're like Joshua you're unstoppable Amen. and Satan fears you when you're unstoppable I said, Satan fears you when you're unstoppable. When you're on the fence one way or the other, you know, not that much goes wrong, but I'll tell you, you step up. When you step up, Josh, can you follow me here? When you step up, I'm going to step up, Josh. Now, when, when you step up, when you step up, 
Well, when you step up, the enemy doesn't like it when you step up because you're looking down on him instead of looking up at him. When you step up, you're on the rock, you're on the word, and you're looking at him and saying, I'm bigger than you. I'm greater than you. You're the one that got cast out of heaven. You're the one that's going to get hell, so you're not bringing hell to me. I'm not living in your hell. I'm going to live in the heaven that God's got for me. I hadn't preached without my shoes in a long time. <laughs> See, the devil fears you. And did you know snakes, did you know snakes don't bite unless they're in fear? That's when snakes bite people, when they get into fear. So that's what Satan comes at you. He's in fear of you, of who, of who you are and what you're going to do. So that's why he strikes. That's why he tries to put his venom. That's why he tries to, to bite you and put his venom in you and get you negative and get you defeated. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The Bible said we shall tread on scorpions. We shall tread on them. Folks, this is our year to tread on the demons, the snakes of hell, the, the circumstances of hell and keep them under our feet. Ah, see, as we go through life, we all have obstacles that we have to face. And sometimes there these obstacles, not sometimes, but all the times, these obstacles are sometimes like Jericho, with walls it's impossible to go through. Uh, the, the armies couldn't go through them. And, and, but, but they're standing there between the children of Israel and, and walking through, just like Satan's always bringing them there. But I want to tell you something. Uh, we all have them, and they're there uh, for the, the things we're praying for. Those obstacles are in the way, and we're praying. And sometimes people let the, let the walls be so big it's so big how could God the Bible I read to you this morning is there anything too hard for God too hard or wonderful for God and Jeremiah answered and he said there is nothing that's too hard for God there is nothing there is oh my goodness folks I am, I'm telling you God's taken me into a place a place of the spirit a place of the anointing where it's time for you and me to start looking at our circumstances and saying you're lies from hell you're lies from hell yes. amen. amen obstacles are just disguised opportunities Obstacles are disguised opportunities. I want to tell you that advancing and progression are often hid in, in, in adversity and in opposition. So when you start seeing opposition and adversity, say, this is just a disguise. This is just a mask trying to keep me from stepping into the promised land, to keep me from walking into Jericho. We're going into Jericho in 2020. 2020 is our year of Jericho. The walls are coming down oh I like this verse of scripture mm. Joshua chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 chapters verses 1 and 2 now listen at this now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel see instead of things keeping you out you need to think, keep the devil afraid. See, but it said, 
The, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none went out, and none came in. Whew. You know what? We're, 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 we're encountering some things in our, our nation and such a division in our politics. Such a division in our politics. Satan's trying to say, I'm trying to. I'm trying my best to divide the Christians and the people in this, so that I can take over. But Satan doesn't have America. You know, since Roe versus Wade, there's been over the known ones, over 61 million abortions, over 61 million, 61 million known abortions. We don't know how many. They are. But you know what? Just because of Roe versus Wade and because of this law, it doesn't mean things is going to stay this way. I just believe God's going to open the eyes of men and women and young women and older women and they're going to say, I'm not aborting my child. I'm not going to abort my child. This is a child that God has given me and I, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get off on something else. I'm just telling you folks, we've sit around and we've looked at this and we've agreed and we've become immune to all of the and the slut and the stuff that goes on and the lifestyles that people live and we just sort of wink at it and go on and say well it's the time we live in well I'll tell you one thing the Bible said that Joshua and Joshua the children of Israel wouldn't go out they wouldn't come in those gates was locked those doors couldn't be opened because they knew there was something happening on the outside the children of Israel was on the outside and the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given you Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. I have given you Jericho, its, its men and the mighty men of valor. God has given us some things, but there's some things that we have to do. I have given you Jericho. Even though God had told him there was things he had to do. And the same goes for you and me. God's given us our victory. But there's things that you and I have to do to walk in that victory. And so, even though God has given us promises, we must be a believer and obedient to receive. Whew. Let me just stop here for a moment. I'm not out of breath. I'm not out of words. I'm just, I'm just basking in the anointing and the presence of God. I'm, a, I'm basking in the presence of God. Something, something is happening for somebody somewhere right this minute while I'm preaching. Whoo, glory to God. Glory to God. I'm telling you, the walls are just walls. But God said it, it, it. God told Jericho. God told Joshua, I'd give you Jericho. I give you, God's telling you, I, I, I want you to partake of my divine nature. I want you to partake of my goodness. God is saying it to us. See, Jericho's walls, they were a hindrance to Israel. But they, had, but they had to get through them in order to get what God had for them. So many times the enemy will bring Jericho's before us. Seemingly impossible barriers and hindrances and walls that'll say, you'll never get there. You'll never achieve it. You'll never be able to accomplish it. Barriers and walls that stand before us in our dreams. Jericho that says you can't pass where you are. You've been, a, you've been here a long time and this is where you're going to stay. 
Mm-mm. We're not staying. We're not staying. We're not staying. We're moving forward. We're moving forward, folks. Come on. You know, my mother, my mother was a praying woman. And, and, you know, a lot of her grandchildren and great-grandchildren and great-grandchildren, you know, they just, they're, they're just out there. But you know what? Mama's prayers are still being going. Mama's prayers are still going. Mama may, her, her body may be uh, in the ground and, and, and probably rotted by now. It may be, her bones and may be decayed, but mama's in heaven and her prayers are still going on. Folks, prayers don't stop once they're prayed in the will of God. And I'm telling you, your grandchildren, your children, your great-grandchildren, something is happening in 2020. There are some things happening. God moved on a, God moved on a, a Paul, the apostle Paul saw and stopped him. Well, God's going to stop some of our children, some of our grandchildren, some of our great-grandchildren. So get ready. Get ready. That's your job. There may be somebody there that hates you, that despises you. God's going to move them out of the way or move you out of the way one way or the other. Oh, 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 oh. Don't, don't be fretting. Don't be fretting over all of this stuff. Amen. I'm, serving a, I'm serving an, an eviction notice on Satan right now to get off your property. I said I'm serving notice on Satan right now to get off your property. I want to say this the third time. I'm serving an eviction notice. I'm giving Satan an eviction notice. Get off their property now. It belongs to you. It belongs to you. Desney, I don't know if y'all got that thing finished up in New York yet or not. Y'all still wrestling with that thing in New York? It's over? Oh, thank God. Thank God it's over. Thank God it's over. Because I was about to say, you don't have to wrestle anymore. You don't have to wrestle anymore because I just served eviction notice on Satan to get off your property, to get off your back to get out of your mind, to get out of your body, to get out of your kids. Your family doesn't belong to Satan. Your finances doesn't belong to him. Your health doesn't belong to him. Your business doesn't belong to him. We're God's property. And we're going to walk in faith in 2020 and experience the supernatural because there's nothing that's too hard for God. There's nothing that's too hard for God. Mm. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a whole city in panic? There's some people that's about to get into panic because God's going to move through you so strong that they're going to get in panic. Well, that's partly what's going on right now. Partly what's going on right now. There's, but because there's some people rising up and they're beginning to pray. And, 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 and you know, and if I make somebody mad, just get glad. But last night I watched on YouTube a couple of my friends that I know 
that we're good friends with, I saw one of them laying his hand on the President of the United States, praying over him. I saw another woman that I preached in her church many times. She had him by the arm, and she was praying over him. Then there was another pastor that I know in Miami. He's a Latino pastor, and, and that's a huge church in Miami, and he happened to be there, and there was, there was African-American people there, and there was other people there. And you know what? Our president stood there while they handed the microphone to one another and prayed over him. The devil is getting nervous because the president will allow Pentecostal people, people that speak in tongues, to lay hands on him and pray for him. You know, the president's just the president, but I'm not bragging on the president. I'm bragging on the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost was around him. I mean, men and women that I know that she got huge churches. I preached in their churches. I've had dinner with them. I've been in fellowship with them for years. And they were laying hands on him and praying over him. So I'm telling you folks, this is the time that you and I are going to be put in positions to pray over people. And then don't look at me and saying I'm taking sides, all of this stuff. Let's get out of that stuff. Let's get out of that stuff. And let's get into the presence of God. See, when you get passionate about God and Him leading you into your future and you know who you're in Christ, the enemy's afraid of you. Just like Jericho was afraid of the children of Israel. The people inside of the, fall, of the walls were afraid of the children of Israel. And you know what they were probably saying? That's that group of people that God opened the Red Sea he made it dry. He made two big walls and he made a path and they walked through. And their enemies tried to walk through that path. And when they tried to walk through that path, God let go of the waters and the waters consumed them. Rosa, you're about to make me shout more. Rosa's over there going. Man, maybe I ought to get you up here and help me. But see, they were saying that that's the one, that's the people that God swallowed up the enemies in their path. The enemy can't walk in your path. God's got a path for you. That's the people that by night there was a, a fire, a pillar of fire that, that just rested over them. That's the people that in the daytime a cloud rested over them. That's the people that as six days a week God sent food from heaven and put it on the ground for them. That's the people that has destroyed armies. That's the people that God does miracles for. We can't go out there. We can't do anything. Those people are making us nervous. I'm telling you, my message today is going to make the devil nervous. I may make somebody mad, but I'm making hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of people glad today, telling you the best time, the best time for your life is to come. And 2020 is the day can you imagine a whole city in lockdown because they were scared of the people of God outside and as God's representative today I defy the lies of the enemy that tells you nothing's going to be any different for you in 2020 it doesn't matter how big Jericho's walls seem before you. I declare there is nothing too hard for God. The walls are coming down. 
Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. See, God's done mighty things in the past. And he said in Malachi 3 and 6, I'm the Lord and I do not change. Then he said in Psalms 1989, Forever your word is settled in heaven. Okay. Malachi 3, 6 said it doesn't change. Psalms 119 said his word is forever settled in heaven. Settle it in your heart right now. Settle God's word in your heart. 2020 is my year. I'm, I'm going to have a year of favor. I'm going to have a year of blessing. I'm going to be a light everywhere I go. I'm going to be a change agent. I'm going to open, God's going to open doors. And when I walk through those doors, God's going to help me get people saved, get people healed. God's going to bless me financially. God's going to bless me where I can give more into the kingdom of God. Folks, this is the year that I believe that outpouring of money is coming to, to the people of experienced life and the people that believe it. And I'm not going to have to sit around here and Get around every now and then. Say, would y'all send me some money? People just going to start sending me money. People just going to start, not me personal. Oh, they, you can send me some. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. But, but I'm talking about the experience life ministry. God is moving on people right now. He's moving on people. We're going to get, we're going to get uh, our website just going to be filled up. Our post office box is going to be filled up. Somebody said, well, what about me? Well, I've been preaching about you all morning long. That Jesus Christ is going to start filling up your empty barrel, your empty can that it looked like it was hopeless. It's not hopeless. This is the year of blessing. I'm trying to close now. Trying to close. Joshua 6, 2, 5. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand. It's the kings. I know I read this before. I'm going to read it again. And the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city. All you men of war. You shall go all around the city once. Then you shall do it six times. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet... All, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, then the wall of the city will fall down flat. And the people shall go up every man straight before him. See, this may have seemed strange to the children of Israel when Moses said, you know, let's, let's put, put the men of uh, our warriors out front and then let's put the priest with the trumpets behind them and then let's take the ark of the covenant and then the rest of us let's start filling in and let's just walk around nobody's allowed to say a word nobody's allowed to talk can you imagine a city like Jericho and all of those people out there walking around the walls can you imagine what is going on what is going on folks don't just read the bible as a bible story this was the hand of God this was God breaking down walls. This was God preparing people, telling them what to do. You do what God tells you to do and he'll do what he said he'll do. You do what you know to do and God will do what he's supposed to do. Can you see the first day the armed men went before the priest who blew the trumpet then the ark of the covenant then the people followed. 
See, just because you, see, they went around one day and they didn't see anything. Two days, they didn't see anything. Three days, they didn't see anything. Six days, they didn't see anything. On the seventh time, they would go seven times. Six times they went around, nothing happened. See, you may sound like, feel like you've just been walking around and walking around and circling and circling and circling and circling. Well, I'll tell you one thing, you've circled long enough. You've circled long enough. As I, as I get close here, really close, I know I'm, I'm over time and I'm not going to apologize for being over time this morning. I'm going to go ahead and go over a little. And if you get tired, you go on and eat dinner. Uh, if, you, if you get tired and you get hungry and your guts get to growling, go find you some lunch somewhere. I'm going to finish up this morning. I'm not going to do part two. No, no, I'm not going to do part two. I'm going to make it part one and it's going to go through all year long. Somebody say Amen. See, just because nothing was happening, they could see. That didn't mean God wasn't already moving. You may have prayed and prayed, confessed and confessed, tithed and sowed and sowed, and it seemed like nothing was happening, but you were, said that you were just going around in circles. No, you weren't. You were planting seed. You were getting ready for God to open the windows of heaven. Don't get weary, folks. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, God's grace is sufficient. It's all I need. His strength comes into our weaknesses. When there is opposition, there's an opportunity for God to do something great in our lives. So when opposition comes, instead of crying and moaning and groaning, say, hey, something big is up. Something big is up. See, too many times when something big hits you in the face or stares you in the face, you start whining and carrying on and acting like little kids. But quit acting like a baby. You heard time to get off milk. Paul said, I tried to preach to you and tried to talk to you, but all you could stand was just a little meat, milk. I got meat for you. I'm giving you some meat this morning, and I'm telling you to quit feeling sorry for yourself. Quit agreeing with all those dirty thoughts and nasty thoughts and negative thoughts that's coming against you. Get up. Take your shoes off like I did if you want to. Woo. He said... He's our strength in our time of weakness. Once again, I want to say it the third time as God's representative. I, des I defy the lies of the enemy that tell you that things are not going to be any different in 2020. It doesn't matter how big Jericho's wall seemed before you. I declare there's nothing too hard for God. These walls are coming down. Cheryl, can you put that last sentence up there? I declare there is nothing too hard for God. There it is. Everybody read that. Oh, come on, one more time. 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 coming down today the walls are coming down today Ooh. see all of us we have some kind of walls that need to come down so we can move forward mindsets walls of small thinking insecurity 
discouragement, walls as a result of wounds and hurts of the past, walls of resentment, walls of unforgiveness, walls of bitterness, hate, walls of frustration, walls that our family, uh, in our family, walls that in your marriage, walls that are between you and your children. They're not too high for God to bring them down. See, they don't have to stay. And I declare today, there's someone, there's someone that's getting revelation to move from where you are. You've been hanging close to the walls. You've been, you've been embracing the walls. You've been embracing the stuff that's going on. You know what? My wife didn't embrace when she got sick this past week. She didn't embrace that. I mean, she, she had it, and, but she didn't go around here. She, I got this. No, she coughed. Her nose ran. Uh, she did all of this, but she never agreed with what was going on in her body. She agreed that she was healed by the stripes of Jesus. She's here in church this morning. Somebody say, thank God. Things happen. Things happen. We go through things. But let's quit embracing the things and keep embracing the life and the Word of God. When we embrace the life and the Word of God, then those things have to go away. I defy the lies of the enemy that's coming against you. You're rising up. <laughs> Hebrews 11 and 30. See, it wasn't just the shout. It wasn't just the shout. I know I'm getting you to shout. But it wasn't just the shout. It said, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they encircled for seven days. You know what? First oh. Corinthians 15 and 58. Therefore, my blood, brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. See, that's embracing the work of the Lord, not the problem. Always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord and knowing and being continually aware that your labor, your labor in the Lord is not futile. It's never wasted or to no purpose. Your labor is not in vain. Your labor that you stand, every seed you sow, every time you confess a good confession, every time you pray a prayer of faith, every time you read the Bible, every time you witness to someone. You know, I got a, 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 a text from a gentleman that visited our church here a couple of years ago, and he was he, he, at the time he was driving his big rig, and and I don't know, I'd preached in a church in Canada, and somehow he got to know me, and so he stopped in here and. And we talked for a while, and, and uh, I got a text from him, and he said, you know, he said, uh, Don, he said, something's been happening to me. And he said, today I was out, I led two souls to Jesus. He said, I, I, my business has been, uh, the, the, Satan tried to destroy my business. He tried to do everything. He said, but I'm rising up stronger than ever before, and I want your prayers. I want you to believe God with me that this 2020 is my year, that God is going to do more. He said, just because... The enemy's attack. I didn't stop witnessing. I didn't stop shouting. I didn't stop praying. I didn't start complaining. I didn't start blaming. He said, I've just kept the faith. Folks, today we got to get ready. God is a way maker. Now, this is the finish, and then, then Rosa and all of us, I'm going to do something here in just a minute. But here's a song. I don't have all of the words of this song here, but God's a way maker, and it says, You are here. 
moving in our midst. I worship you. I think Michael W. Smith is singing this song. You're, you are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. Everybody say, you are working in this place. Come on, put your hands on your chest. You're working in this place. I worship you. You're a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that's who you are. You are here touching every heart. I worship you. You are here healing every heart. I worship you, Jesus. You are turning lives. I worship you. You are here mending every heart. Now, I'm leaving a lot of the songs out because it's a long song, but it goes on down. I'm just taking the main, main parts of the thing. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. This is the song. You never stop. You never stop working. Oh, his name is above. His name is above depression. His name is above loneliness. His name is above disease. Oh, his name is above cancer. His name is above every name. Listen, listen. Jesus is a way maker. Every one of you, every one of you that can, I know all of you can't, but every one of you that can get up here with me, I want you to get up here with me on this platform. Every one of you that can, I want you to come on, get out of your seat and come up here and stand on this platform with me. The ones who can, I know everybody can't get up here, but I want the ones that can to come up here and, and let's get ready. See, it wasn't just the shout. It wasn't just the shout that brought the walls down. Hebrews said, Hebrews said, by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. Oh, glory to God. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. See, now, Rose, I got something I'm going to do, and then I'm going to have you play. But it's going to last 19 seconds. It's going to last 19 seconds. So I want you to stay tuned and then back in the control room. Y'all get ready because it's about to happen. But Joshua 6 and 16. Joshua 6 and 16. It says, shh. He told him, he said, walk around me six days on the sixth time. Don't y'all open your mouth. Don't you say a word. He said, but when you start on that seventh round, I want the trumpets to blow. He said, I want the shofar to blow. I want you to scream. I want you to shout. Son, I want you to shout. I want you to make a noise. And we're not just shouting. We're not just making a noise. But we're releasing our faith today. We're releasing our faith today. You that are up here, you that are back there, you that are home or wherever you're watching from, we're releasing our faith today and their walls are coming down. The walls are coming down. Don and Sharon Clower's walls are coming down. Our, our family members that's not saved, the labors are going to them. Your family members that are not saved, labors are going to them. Things are changing. Mindsets are changing. Mindsets are changing. The glory cloud is over us. The anointing is over us. Joshua, Joshua 6 and 16. You know, I've gone all over the world. And I've preached to millions of people. Literally millions. Not in one setting, but I've preached to millions. And then I've had thousands, and we've got the flag of that country and we've waved it over platforms and we have we have spoken Joshua 6 and 16 but I saw something this week I've read it thousands of times but it didn't dawn on me till this week I was reading Hebrews 11 and 30 and it said by faith 
the walls came down. It wasn't by the shout that the walls came down. It was the faith and the shout. They shouted because they had faith. So this morning it's not just me yelling and screaming. It's not just you yelling and screaming. There's the faith arise. That's why I am yelling and screaming. Because faith is so big on the inside of me today that I'm wanting it to be inside of you and the people that's viewing with us that the walls are coming down. He said, whenever you hear Whenever I tell you, Joshua 6 and 16, he said, shout for the Lord has given you the city. Well, shout for the Lord has given you 2020, 2020. David, let's hear the shofar. shofar again. My goodness, I just love that shofar. I started to call Art Osborne and see if he'd come and bring his shofar this morning. I sent him a text and it didn't go through, so I said, well, maybe it's not your will. I don't even know if I can play it again or not. I don't know if I'm supposed to. There it goes.
start pointing people out right now. I'm so anointed, but I'm not going to do it. I just want you to do it in faith. Hebrews said, in faith, the walls came down. I did know this. They didn't need a, they didn't need weapons. They didn't need guns. All they needed was faith and praise. Faith and praise. So you don't need to get even with anybody that's done you wrong. You don't need to try to spite somebody to show them you can do what you want to. You just need to get into faith and praise. Praise and faith. Faith and praise. Praise and faith. Faith and praise. Praise and faith. Praise and praise. Praise and faith. Whoa. Are you ready? Father, I pray for every person in this room. And those that's abroad, wherever they may be watching or viewing from or will watch later. I pray that this message, the anointing on this message, will break the barriers, tear the walls down in their mind and the images that they've been looking at. And they will begin to see the image of Christ in every situation. And Father, things will go faster. They will go quicker. And they won't just keep walking in circles. They won't just keep walking in circles. But as they walk, they're walking in faith. They're getting ready to see the walls fall flat. See, we all know that if those walls tumble down, there's no way the children of Israel could get in there. But God had to disintegrate those walls. God disintegrated the walls where they could walk right in. And they saved nobody but Rahab the harlot and the ones that she had set aside. They did exactly what God told them to do. And he blessed them because they was obedience. Folks, obedience is the key. You that want to start walking back, you can go back. I'll tell you, I, I just wanted you up here with me. I, I, just, I just wanted you to know that there's no weapon. No weapon that's formed against you will prosper. I felt the Pentecost in me come out today. I felt like my mother was right here on the platform with me. My mother was old-fashioned Pentecost and I felt like she was just right here with me saying, you can do it, Don. You can do it, Don. Go on, Don. Go ahead and preach. Go ahead. Obey God. Obey God. Amen. Let's believe God for everyone that's watching that's not saved to give their heart to God. I believe everybody in this room has made a decision for Christ. So let's believe God for them. Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Everybody pray it with me. Father, I pray. Father, I pray. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Satan, will lose his hold Satan will lose his hold 
on my family members that have not made the decision to make Jesus Lord of their life. This is the year. This is the time. You're send laborers to my family members that have not accepted you and made you Lord of their life. And right now, I make Jesus Lord of my life. Say that. I give my life completely and totally to Jesus Christ. 2020 is my year of victory. The walls no longer hinder me or stand in front of me. They're disintegrated just like they were for Jericho. So the children of Israel could walk in. Did we receive our offering yet? You that are watching somewhere, why don't you get in on 220, 2020? Why don't you get in on it? Some of you that watch us consistently and never make a move, why don't you do something today? You that have committed, why don't you go ahead and do yours? But I'm telling you, this is the year I'm not going to have to just be, I need this or I need that. This is the year it's just going to start pouring in. It's going to be pouring in. It's going to, because it's going to pour into you. Then you're going to give the overview.